I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. <laughs> We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. Join us on Saturday Arvos because we just love the footy. Well, we love the footy, all right. And uh, Tommy's a unique individual. Uh, and he speaks <laughs> with his heart. So, hey, let's get into... Uh, I'm feeling very zen. Uh, zen? You're hungry? You want to tell me to bring you <laughs> I'm food. hungry. I hey, look forward to getting to the G soon, too. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about uh, me getting you a ticket later. Hey, oh, um, what, what do you... What First have you, for everything. What have you... <laughs> What have you got? I've got to ask you some back LA questions because the footy's back. Oh, I can't wait for this. Me on the spot here. Yes. All right. Here we a go. AFL night grand finals. Backing or laying? Backing. Backing night grand finals? Yep. Um, team in Tasmania, backing or laying? Laying. Ooh. Really? Yep. Why? Because uh, I'm two reasons. One is I think the way they went about it. And two is the talent pool down there. The talent pool down there is not ready, and that's what I'm massive on. I think Tasmania deserve a team, but I think that I think what they're going to do because when it does come in, they're going to rush it, um, and then they'll battle forever. Uh, you need yeah, to you set don't up, need that. You, you need know, a good foundation. You need to set up in a good foundation. I think they rushed Gold Coast and the Giants a little bit, and that's why it took them longer. And I think they've learnt their lesson. But I think Tassie could have a team when the talent pool's right. Um, but we're, we're still coming out of COVID with that, with sort of a diminished talent pool. Yeah, the financial side of it. Oh, and you need to, to have a right stadium. They need a stadium down there with a roof on it. I've spoken to people down in Tasmania as well, avid football fans, that they think there's an issue with the Launceston versus Hobart debate. And they're worried that if a team's based in Hobart, that Launceston wouldn't follow them as much and vice versa. So they build it in Bothwell halfway. That's that's interesting. So, yeah, anyway. Um, what else did I have for you? Suspended players should be able to win the Brownlow. Backing or laying? Backing. I think suspensions, um, the way the rules the rules have changed, and they've changed dramatically to like protect the head and protect the welfare of the player. Now, if you come in with no malicious intent, n- none whatsoever, uh, your arms can be up. You can have gone in with your hip. You've, got, you've already committed. Then you go to pull out. Your arms go up. You come in with your hip, and you just make contact with the top of someone's head. You're getting a weak. The rules have changed, which make it a lot easier to get suspended. They need to relax the Brownlow rules. I don't mind that, and that's a good way to articulate that. Um, last one, playing music in between goals. Laying. Yep. Uh, well, coming across from South Australia, they used to play that stupid crow squawk in the, the oh, kicker like goal and go, ah, ah. I was like, look over at oh, poor old Gladys, a 90-year-old crow member next to me thinking she'd carked it. Gladys loves it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, God. I thought Gladys was choking on her hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's, ah, ah. I love running the arc. Don't worry um, about that. But um, they, uh, I, I mean, what a lot of the stadiums do these days is they play crowd noise in amongst it anyway, which no one really knows. So um, Interesting. Any, I, um, I am laying, laying music that. in between goals. Laying that. That's a fair lay. I don't mind that. Um, can't wait for tonight. Geelong, Collingwood, mates, we're going? We are going. Courtesy of Coca-Cola, well, we of course. Straight after this. Shout out to Tim Robertson and the team at Coca-Cola for um, inviting us along. You um, well, I'm, I should be prepping, but I feel like I can't jam any more into my brain in a short period of time. Because I've got... <laughs> You're calling. I've got D's Dogs Saturday night and then Frio St Kilda Sunday afternoon. Huge. Yeah. It's exciting, mate.
Could you sound any more excited? Geelong at dollar sixty, Collingwood two dollars sixty-two. Um, Geelong what? A dollar sixty. Yep. Happy to take that. I think it'll be way more competitive than what people think. I'm a Geelong supporter, and this will be a close. This will be a close game. Don't worry about that. I don't disagree with you. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to get the line up here, but I'll do that. Don't worry about that. Give us the other markets. All right, North Melbourne versus West Coast. North Melbourne two dollars. West Coast a dollar ninety nine. So I've tipped North Melbourne. Highlights the value here. Obviously, commission comes out of that, but two dollars versus a dollar ninety nine. Head to head. That's as close a market as you're going to get. Yep. Um, Port Adelaide, Brisbane, Port a dollar ninety seven. Brisbane two dollars. Back. Back, back, back. Brisbane, $2. I think Brisbane are value there. And they continuously roll Port Adelaide in round one. Melbourne Western Bulldogs. Melbourne $1.78. Bulldogs $2.28. That'll be way closer than everyone thinks too. Geelong, uh, Geelong. Gold Coast, Sydney. Gold Coast $2.36. Sydney $1.72. That market's right. Sydney should win. That's my lock. I think that's about the right price. Geez, a tough round. How's the teams at $2.98, seventy six, $1.74, GWS versus Adelaide, $2.30? GWS for me um, at their stadium. New the coach, first game. Talk around the Crows is what? Very positive. New coach? GWS? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was, I was we thinking. saw what Collingwood did under a new coach last season. I thought you were so, talking about Gold Coast for a second. Um, GWS. Hawthorne, $2.48. Essendon, $1.66. Be way, tough close, game. way closer than what people think. A few back to lay strategies by the sound of this. And then St Kilda, uh, Fremantle. Who wins St Kilda, two ninety two. Oh. Fremantle, $1.51. Probably the toughest game of the round. You Very know what? On, I've, I've already tipped Fremantle, but, geez, I'm thinking about changing to St Kilda. I I think Fremantle are one of the hardest teams to they're rate the, this season. They're the best coach team in the comp. Possibly. Yep. Possibly. Are we nearly done there? Yeah. So just last night, Carlton matched at a dollar o two. Amazingly. Oh, my, before the, the draw, who Rich, takes Carlton at a dollar o two? Richmond at dollar thirty seven. You crook. So call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Richmond a dollar thirty seven. I've got some Brownlow stats if you want to talk Brownlow. I'm going to be doing this throughout Sunday, Betfair Edge and, and whatnot as well. Right, let's go quick Brownlow stats here. Well, polling history. So Lockie Neal, we both like for the Brownlow, and he's um, cost me twenty five last year. Twenty five dollars. That's big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting the market up, but you like him this year? Yep. Yeah, proven poll getter. Dunkley will take also. Um, a little bit of pressure off him in the midfield to, to actually free him up. So I think he's going to poll more. You think he's going to poll more? Well, he is currently um, just getting the market up. He's currently ten dollars at the moment. It would be better than that. You get uh, you can ask up to sixteen dollars. But started he, like a train last year. Remember, last time Brisbane played Port Adelaide, he had thirty-one disposals, no goals. Before that, he had twenty-nine and one goal, one uh, polled three Brownlow votes. So he's polled uh, seven Brownlow votes the last six. Five games they've played Port Adelaide. So he polls historically well and the, against Port. The last time I think that they actually went with a hard tag, they put Cam Sutcliffe, I think, from memory on him. And everyone blew it up because they were into each other, but no one realised that um, Lockie was Cam Sutcliffe's best man at his wedding. Oh, there you go. So they made a big do about it, saying, oh, geez, they must hate each other. And they were, the boys were just laughing in the background, going, well, I was best man at his wedding, mate. I like that. That's a good, good stat. Clayton Oliver versus um, Bulldogs, which is an interesting game, obviously. He's a bull. Last few games, he's had 28 against Melbourne. He's had 32, sorry, 28 against Bulldogs, 32, 38, 33 going back. He's polled three Brownlow votes back in round 11, 2021. Um, and one Brownlow vote in the same year in 2021. So last couple of games he hasn't polled. He's probably due. Interestingly, Petraka hasn't polled against the Bulldogs ever, but he did get a Norm Smith. So <laughs> it's an interesting stat. He's had 20, he had two games ago. He had 38 and two goals, one didn't poll. Can you believe that? 
Yeah, I can. So I'll be doing some Brownlow analysis throughout the year and looking to trade. And Well, I'm looking forward. I think you and I need to do the Brownlow show this year. I would like to do that, From yeah. the red carpet, you and I. And do Brownlow it throughout the, se- throughout the season as well because yep. I think there's value to be had now. So we're, we're, taking, we're taking Neil. Anyone else at overs that we need to take that we could probably back to lay? I don't know if Cripps Crip, played well, what's played the, well last what's night, the bond? but I don't know if what he price was. The bond? Bond's about 10 or $11. I think he'll shorten at some point. Yeah, so there's a few that I've put up some prices for, but um, Took Miller's an interesting one. Now, just on the just on the overall season, Geelong's had 13 top four finishes in 16 years. <laughs> They've only missed the eight once, and they're currently on an 18, a 16-game winning streak. So that's a phenomenal effort from Geelong. Colling- and they've got better. Collingwood last year won 11 games um, that were decided by 12 points or less. Means nothing. That your win is a win, and I'm absolutely sick to death of people bringing this up. Well, oh, Collingwood only won them by small margins, so next year they'll be no good. I've is laid the them for biggest, the top eight. Jump on and back them. Yeah, is the biggest load of BS. Put your money I've where your mouth heard. is and back them for the Mate, top eight. Take me win, on. A win is a win, whether you win by one point or 60 points. You can't go. Oh, well, she's had so many close wins. It's like saying. The Crows last well, that's year. Why percentage is important, though. No, Crows last year had four wins, and two of them, uh, no, uh, had four wins against the bottom two sides. Two against North Melbourne, and two of them against West Coast Eagles. Now that's saying, oh, well, they only beat bad sides, so that this year they'd be bad. Well, everyone's saying they're going to be good. There's so, narratives everywhere, mate. Mate, it's a load of saying they only won close games, so they're going to drop. They'll lose them. There this is a year. bit of luck in it's close the games. Dumbest thing a supporter or anyone in the AFL oh, can don't say. Don't give it me that. You're putting the label. Well, take me on. Put your money where your mouth is. Dumb. Back them to make the top eight. I've laid them. They've I've lost a prelim by a kick, four. mate. They're a good team. They won't make the top four, so lay them. You can back them. Um, Sydney, the only team to finish top four the year after losing a grand final by 40 points or more, and that was in um, 2015. That's, since, two, that's since 1995. That was since 2015 they did that. Yep. They need to do it again, obviously, this year.